Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine and I'm your host uh, reading for you today. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Uh, today is uh, episode 28.2 um, and we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Um, so I'm glad that you are able to join me today. Uh, it's a little late and um, I just had a bunch of stuff to do today, but I did not want the day to end before I got to uh, do this podcast for you. So hopefully uh, you are doing well and um, I don't know what time it is that you're getting to read this and or listen, read and listen. Um, maybe it's tomorrow that you get the chance to do it or maybe it's late tonight. I don't know. Maybe you'll get the notification and, and you'll listen to it. So uh, anyway, um, so uh, got to say something real quick. Friday, uh, we were... Uh, uh, Jeremiah and I were talking about uh, doing reviews and talking about uh, stuff that we've been watching. And I think, I think I might have misspoken about a show that I might have suggested, and I'm not sure. Um, so I'm going to say this out loud. If I did recommend the TV show on Apple, uh, Ted Lasso, it is not a family-friendly movie. Just got to say that out loud. Uh, or TV show. So take that off your plate. I watched a few more. Like the first couple were funny, bad language, and then it just sort of has degraded a little bit. I still find his character to be very sweet and funny and really clean. And But then all of a sudden he's kind of taken a little turn. So I'm just saying... Take that off of your plate. Uh, I don't, if anybody has a good show to watch that's good stuff, please let me know. I know Pure Flix has good TV shows and good movies. Um, I do not subscribe to that, but uh, I'm considering very seriously of getting onto Pure Flix because there is just trash out there. It's nothing. To, not, there's nothing. There's no good stuff out there. Anyway, so. Uh, just not, just wanted to just say that out loud, bring it back in. So, uh, anyway, all right, now I got that off my chest. I feel much better, come clean. And, uh, so let's go ahead and pray and then we will, um, read uh, chapter four. So <clears throat> holy and mighty God, we come to your throne. So incredibly humble and thankful for all that you do for us and how much you love us. We're so thankful for the sacrifice and the gift of your son, Jesus, and uh, the blood that he shed on the cross for us, Lord. We know that this is Holy Week, and this is the week where we are preparing ourselves for Easter. Um, yesterday was Palm Sunday, and uh, we should have been celebrating Palm Sunday as the day that Jesus was um, being, you know, lifted up by uh, all of his followers and then they turned on him a couple of days later so but lord we're just thankful for him and his uh, love for us i am thankful for those of you out there who are listening uh, to this podcast lord i pray blessings over every person out there um whatever their needs are whatever whatever it is i know you know what they are and i just pray blessings over them uh, Lord, I, I lift this time up to you. Uh, I pray that it is anointed 
and that we receive whatever message it is that you uh, want us to understand and receive from it, Lord. And uh, just uh, empty ourselves, clear our minds, and help us to focus on whatever that message is that you want us to understand. <clears throat> Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, uh, episode 28.2, and this is chapter 4. And I've already done a little highlighting, but there's like a whole section I didn't highlight just because I didn't quite get what it was that he was trying to say here. So, um, okay. So, this is Paul's relationship with the Corinthians. <clears throat> So look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. Now, a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. As for me, it matters very little how I might be evalu evaluated by you or by any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment at this point, on this point. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't prove I'm right. It is the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. <clears throat> so don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time before the Lord returns, for he will bring our darkest secrets to light and, and will reveal our private motives. And God will give to each one whatever praise is due. Dear brothers and sisters, I have used Apollos and myself to illustrate what I've been saying. If you pay attention to what I have quoted from the scriptures, you won't be proud of one of your leaders at the expense of another. For what gives you the right to make such a judgment? What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it were not a gift? You think you already have everything you need. You think you, already, you are already rich. You have begun to reign in God's kingdom without us. I wish you were... I wish you really were reigning already, for then we would be reigning with you. Instead, I sometimes think God has put us apostles on display like prisoners of war at the end of a victor's parade, condemned to die. We have become a spectacle to the entire world, to people and angels alike. Our dedication to Christ makes us fools look like fools, but you claim to be so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are so powerful. You are honored, but we are ridiculed. Even now we go hungry and thirsty, and we don't have enough clothes to keep, uh, keep warm. We are often beaten and have no home. We work weir wearily with our own hands to earn our living. We bless those who curse us. We are patient with those who abuse us, we appeal gently when evil things are said about us, yet we are treated like the world's garbage, like everybody's trash, right up to the present moment. I am not writing these things to shame you, but to warn you as my beloved children. For even if you had 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. For I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. So I urge you to imitate me. That's why I have sent Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. He will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus, just as I teach in all the churches wherever I go. 
Some of you have become arrogant, thinking I will not visit you again, but I will come and soon, <clears throat> if the Lord lets me, and then I'll find out whether these arrogant people just give pretentious speeches or whether they really have God's power. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk, it is living by God's power. Which do you choose? Should I come with a rod to punish you, or should I come with love and a gentle spirit? Okay, so um, the few things that I did highlight um, were in, uh, of course, in the very first section. Um, so look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. A person who is put in charge as manager must be faithful. It matters very little how I might be evaluated by any human authority. Um, it's the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. So basically he's saying, uh, you know, he and Apollos have been put in charge and they're, they, you know, as, a, as somebody who has authority and who's been in, put in charge of something, you have to remain faithful and honest, I think, and true. And of course, he is saying, you know, it doesn't matter what you think of me. It's uh, basically what God thinks about me that I, I should be concerned about. <clears throat> and then he goes on to tell them, so don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time before the Lord returns. Um, then God will give to each one whatever praise is due. You know, don't, don't go out there condemning people and being judgmental. Um, you know, he's going to bring out the darkest uh, secrets to light and will reveal our private motives. It's a little scary. Um, then God will give to each one whatever praise is due. So, you know, again, it's, it's uh, the Lord's judgment, God's judgment on us. Um, we shouldn't be concerned about what other people think. Um, and then this whole other section was very confusing to me. You know, verses from 6 to oh, like 13. Um, I did underline some stuff previously. I don't know why. There's no notes. Uh, but I did understand, underline 9. Uh, instead, I sometimes think God has put us apostles on display like prisoners of war at the end of a victor's parade, condemned to die. We have become a spectacle to the entire world, to people and angels alike. Our dedication to Christ makes us look like fools, but you claim to be so wise to in Christ. We are weak, but you are so powerful. I, I don't know why I have that underlined, but, you know, I do think that... Um, I guess he could, I guess he went through all this stuff. You know, he was living all of this, this ridicule and uh, this this life. And, you know, it goes on, you know, to go through. Uh, we go hungry and thirsty. We're beaten. We have no home. We work wearily. Um, we bless those who curse us. I mean, you know, he's going on and on telling the Corinthians about, you know, how they're being treated. And maybe... Um, the only thing I can see, you know, because he says in, at, down in 18, some of you have become arrogant thinking I will not visit again. Maybe they're all getting a little bit um, arrogant. Uh, I'm not writing these things to shame you, but to warn you 
For even if you had 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father, which I highlighted that, which we all know that we only have one spiritual father. And he says, um, you know, I became your father in Christ Jesus. He's, you know, he's the person who is, you know, nurturing and teaching uh, as a father does. And he's, and so he's urging them to imitate him, um, who in turn is imitating Jesus. So, you know, ultimately we're imitating Jesus is what I'm understanding from this. Um, so Timothy, I have sent Timothy. Uh, he will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus, just as I teach in all the churches wherever I go. So you just have to keep reminding yourself that that's what Paul's doing, you know. And, uh, and then in 28, I underlined, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk, it is living by God's power. So it's, you know, you got to walk the walk, you, you know, talk to talk, walk the walk. I think that's what that's saying. So, um, so that's basically it. Again, like I said, there's a whole section there that was really a little bit confusing for me. If there's somebody out there who might know a little bit more, please feel free to send me an email uh, at Lorraine. Uh, send my, to my email address, Lorraine at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. Um, I would like to know if you have insight on this. It would be great to hear. Uh, you can make a post on Facebook or YouTube when it gets posted up on, on YouTube. Um, but yeah, a little bit confusing there. But basically, I think he's just trying to say, you know, you got to humble yourself. You have to, if you're entrusted with being a leader, you've got to be faithful to your, you know, the people that you're leading. And, you know, you, you can't just talk a lot. You got to walk it. You got to live it. You got to live God's power. So that's what I got out of that. So, uh, again, we are uh, at the moment where uh, I will always give you the opportunity to uh, say the prayer. Uh, if you have not made a decision for Jesus, um, this is your moment. Um, again, I'm not uh, any magic, anything. It's, I don't have any special powers. This is all about what you and God and getting, you know, you're getting yourself right with God. So uh, I will lead you in the prayer. And uh, for you who are already believers, feel free to say it along with us. But, uh, you know, living a, a Christ-like life and believing Jesus is in your heart. There's only one spot in your heart that can fit Jesus and that's it. And once you do, it's amazing to feel that uh, peace and comfort of knowing that you've got Jesus in your heart. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, your one and only son, Jesus, with his perfect and spotless blood, the blameless lamb that covers all of our sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will, my, and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. If today was your first day saying that prayer ever, Congratulations and welcome into the Brotherhood, Sisterhood of Jesus. And uh, today is your day to start living your life for, for Jesus. Uh, we, Jeremiah and I, both um, encourage you to get to a church. 
uh, find a pastor, find the person who may have been praying for you all these years. Uh, this is your moment to start moving in that direction. So uh, join a ministry, find a ministry, um, and keep reading your Bible because that's the only way to get to know God better. And, you know, if you like this podcast, uh, feel free to follow us, like us, uh, whatever that stuff is that Jeremiah always talks about doing. Just go ahead and do that for us. So, um, so that's it for today. Uh, good stuff as always. And, um, I'm, again, I'm not teaching. I'm just reading and just, you know, telling you what I've read and what I'm understanding from it. So this is not, uh, any, by any means, any kind of school or anything like that. So, but, uh, thank you again for joining me. I'm so glad that you were able to, I hope you have a good morning, noon, uh, evening, whatever time it is that you're stopping and reading the word of God. So God bless you. Have a good day and we'll see you tomorrow.